Hi, Pet the Podcast editor here. Did you know the number of active social media users surpassed 4.5 billion in 2022, with the average daily usage clocking in at two and a half hours a day? This is truly the age of social media, and it's a no-brainer why all companies have to make the switch to stay relevant in the digital age. Well, in today's episode, Dan breaks down Talkwalker's guide to the key social media trends in 2023. Multi-sensory social media will provide content for all. The cookie finally gets dunked. The metaverse rush will pay off. The environment will no longer be an afterthought. And personas are over, you'll think, communities. And Lloyd gives an analytical breakdown of how trends are formed from inception to mass hysteria. Well, like how, do, how do trends happen? Well, a mummy and a daddy trend <laughs> do a special cuddle. <laughs> and then a few months later, a trend is born. <laughs> now, before we dive in, we'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors, Adobe Express. Adobe Express allows you to quickly and easily create standout social graphics, logos, flyers, and more on web and mobile. Click the link in the description to try Adobe Express today. Right, let's get stuck in. This is episode 124 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. So, Dan, what's going on in the world of social media in 2023? Well, Lloyd, nobody knows because it's in the future, but... <laughs> is it? It is. Fortunately, Talkwalker have actually brought together 34 of the world's leading experts who have put a massive social media trends report together and they've got 10 key trends that we're going to dissect in this episode. They don't just talk the talk. They... Talk the walker. <laughs> I think that's the saying. Listen to this, Lloyd. Can you hear that? Sounds like sobriety. Do you know what that's the sound of? What? That's the sound of a um, customised beer that was bought by Rob from Finally Agency for us. It's got uh, Business Anchor's branding on. That's very kind of him. Mm. Um, we've, we had a podcast talking about breaks from alcohol and sobriety, didn't we? So I wouldn't personally go for that. But, you know, good on you. <laughs> what does that sound like? <laughs> Fun. I was just saying I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't personally. I've been taking breaks from alcohol and I'm actually better than you. Okay. So I wouldn't okay. personally have a beer. Um, so back to this episode. That is a very tasty beer. We're going to be dissecting this. Oh, by the way, if anyone works in social media and wants this report, it's free. Just Google Talkwalker Social Media Trends 2023 report and it's free to download and it's really, really good. Like they've got a whole load of sections talking about the 10 different trends that they set out and then they've got expert opinions from the 34 people commenting on the trends and it's just really useful to know what's going to happen in the future. Do you know what I think the, the brand of Dan Knowlton is getting quite known for in the social media Is this going to be space? saying taking the piss out of me? Or? No. Okay, go on then. Um, I feel like you are, and you, with the Friday Club email and with this podcast, mm. you're like the fountain of knowledge for social media marketing at the moment, because you keep finding all these resources that are free and just giving it to the people, like you're, yeah. like you're Jesus. Cool. Whereas other people are trying to sell courses, and you're just like, no, mm. have this fish and bread. No, yeah. I'm, I'm getting Bible stories mixed up, but I think, I think it's really good that we're sharing... Yeah. 
our fish. I enjoyed doing that. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I enjoy it. I hope the anchors get a lot of value from it. And like Lloyd said, it, for the Friday Club, every week I basically write an email that is all the best stuff we've discovered each week hmm. um, through social media. So definitely sign up to that. Just search the Friday Club. Do it. Okay. Um, so let, let's get into it. So what I want to quickly do is just share the 10 key trends and then we've picked out some different ones that um, I've got a few different things I want to talk about that are really interesting to do mm. with some of them. We can't talk about all of them because we haven't got time, but let me just quickly reel off these 10 key trends just to whet your appetite for what's in this report. Appetite? Wet, uh, wetted. Good. Okay. So the first one, the cookie finally gets dunked. Next, social media will meet a new social standard. Decentralized social networks will be the next big thing. Multi-sensory social media will provide content for all. Social commerce will rise and fall. The metaverse rush will pay off. Predictive analytics will disrupt marketing. The environment will no longer be an afterthought. Customer experience will get even more social. And personas are over. You'll think communities. They're like the 10 key... Um, I was going to say commandments. The 10 key themes from <laughs> very what the trends that are happening in, in the future. The first thing I want to just quickly get into, which is at the start of the report, which I found super interesting. Hmm. And I'm going to ask you the question. How do you think trends are born? Trends are born? Well, like how, do, how do trends happen? Well, a mummy and a daddy trend <laughs> do a special cuddle. <laughs> and then a few months later, a, a trend is born. <laughs> um, that's, how they, that's how they said it in the report. How is a trend born? Which sounds weird. Um, how is a trend? Like, like just think like, well, I assume so. Well, uh, so I haven't read your notes. No, no, so yeah. this is just my, yeah. A trend is born. Someone has an idea or a thought and puts it out to the world. And then I guess it becomes a trend when more and more people or businesses see it and go, I'm going to do yeah. that or think that or communicate that. You kind of got it from similar to what they said. They basically said that um, a trend is usually started in the real world, right. um, like a pop culture event or a news story or something mm -hmm. going on in the real world, which is then picked up by uh, media outlets or um, you know people posting stuff on social media, and then it kind of grows from there. However, something really interesting that they said in this report is that for the first time ever, we're starting to see a lot of trends that are, are born in the opposite way. They start on social media. Right. So if you think about, and I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, if you think about Binley Mega Chippy. So Binley Mega Chippy was a chip shop up north somewhere that basically went viral on TikTok and then um, got like thousands of people queuing up to, to go to it. That started on TikTok and mm -hmm. then it went to kind of real life. People actually queued up to go there. Yeah. Another one was the the Minions thing. Did you see that? Where I, I don't truly get it because I'm old, <laughs> yeah. but people kept dressing up smartly in cinemas and that was a problem yes. for some reason. And then they got cinemas basically stopped letting people in dress, dress smart. But that started as a trend on TikTok. Do they just not like formal dress? Well, no, I think it was because they were like, like big groups of kids dressed in suits were disrupting the cinema when okay. like families are trying to watch stuff. Cool. But yeah, it's just interesting to see the shift in how trends are born. And I think we're going to see more of that moving forward stuff, especially with TikTok. Like TikTok is where trends are created. Everything's the, a bloody the trend. The numbers on TikToks as well, as well. It's like one per, like I could do something weird in my bedroom. <laughs> oh God, where are we going with this? <laughs> Which are, no, sorry. I could do something. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be you know, like a joke thing. I could do something weird here on the podcast set. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, <laughs> and... 
literally like 10 million people could see it in the next yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. And obviously then, you know, next thing you know, there's people all over the world doing that yeah. weird thing. Like you could grow a shit beard and then <laughs> yeah. people could see it and start yeah. growing shit beards. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to get it trimmed. Don't I? But yeah, so I just thought that was a really interesting starting point of how trends are born. Um, yeah. And they've got a whole section on that in the report. So definitely yeah. look at that. Right. Now I want to, I want to delve deep into some trends, Dan. I want so, to understand yeah. what the hell the cookie being dunked means. <laughs> so this is this is one of the first ones that really piqued my interest. Was uh, It was actually the first trend they spoke about, which is the cookie finally gets dunked. Um, so for those that don't know, cookies are used to track behavior across different websites. Um, and then that data is sold to marketers like us to then target you with products to buy. It's the classic thing of like, you look at a pair of shoes and the shoes follow you around the internet. You ever had that, had that happen? Yes. Yeah? Mine's made mainly sort of gardening tools. Yes, gardening follow tools follow you around the internet. So what's um, what's been a big thing this year and moving into next year is big platforms basically cutting out third-party cookies, so stopping the ability to track people people's behaviour on different websites. And as, as marketers, and a lot of you are marketers listening... We want that data to be able to do create more personalized targeted ads so that rather than targeting Lloyd with random like uh, toys and I don't know stuff, we can target him with garden tools because we know he's been on gardening, gardening based websites. Yes, yeah. I don't want a Lego. I want something that I can stand up and put in the ground and then it picks up a weed without me yes. having to spend over. I bought you that for your birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and like the, the the big thing that's been going on, so so Apple has already blocked lots of third party cookies, mm -hmm. and Google announced that it plans to phase out third party cookies by twenty twenty three. So the big thing they're talking about in the report is like twenty twenty three is going to be the final, like the death of third party mm -hmm. cookies, and us marketers for us marketers this is incredibly important to keep an eye on and actually start to plan how can we effectively market without third-party cookies and um one of my the piece of advice i really think something that everyone should look at which i actually looked looked at before this episode and it was really useful neil patel has written an article called how to market without cookies and he's got tons of really useful actionable things that you can do to to start planning for there not being any third-party cookies. And one of the things he talks a lot about is um, the importance of uh, capturing first-party data. For example, like your own email list, building mm. your own email list, because then that's data that you own. You can then start to, to, to build kind of data profiles from people who have subscribed well, to you. You have access to all that data. People have been speaking for years about sort of not relying on outside data and platforms for your business. So, for example... If this, you know, this is going to make personalized Facebook ads harder to run. And people for years have been saying, well, don't don't make that the only way that you're getting business. Make sure you've got your email list where you you have permission and you kind of own the right to be able to email those people and get in front of them. And you don't need the permission from another entity and mm. that kind of thing. So I guess now it is proving that 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 is a good strategy. Make sure you're diversifying yeah. what you're doing with your marketing rather than relying on 
one yeah. platform or one strategy. It's the classic, like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And we spoke a lot about this in a recent podcast episode, uh, which is all about uh, building your content ecosystem, that you need to be utilizing a whole range of different marketing channels to um, to generate business and build an audience. Like even recently, so one of the most successful ways we generate business is through the like creative entertaining videos that we distribute on LinkedIn. Now, if we had a short-term mindset, we could just think, let's just focus all of our marketing effort on that. Whereas we don't do that. We have a whole range of things we're doing from the Friday Club, from creating content on other social platforms, PR. All of these things are going to help us in the long term build a brand on multiple channel channels that isn't kind of putting all our eggs in one basket and yeah. helps spread risk as well. Do you remember when we started and all our eggs were firmly in organic Facebook video yes. in that basket? That's literally all we did. And if we, stu- if we stuck with just that, we would have been in trouble in exactly. the last years. I think and just the final thing on this thing point of cookies finally getting dunked. There's a couple of key trends that are really showing that it's going in that direction. So I don't know if, do you remember or have you seen the Dragon's Den episode, which was like, it had loads of media that were calling it the best ever pitch by a guy called, I think his name was Sam Jones. And he pitched an idea of Generate, uh, which is a company, which is like a, a Google, but you own all of your own data and you get rewards for giving your data away. Have you seen that? I've heard something like that. Yeah. But there's like, you, you keep like, there's lots of things happening where people are trying to block ads and mm. there's even a, a a platform called DuckDuckGo. Have you heard of that? It's a, it's a web browser. Yes. They're, they're basically already block all third party cookies and it's just hit a hundred billion searches, mm. which again is showing like people are more conscious about how their data is used. And in the last decade, like if you'd look back 10 years, like people either, most people didn't really understand what was happening with their data. Mm. I say almost everyone, but also a big proportion didn't care as well. Mm. I think it's now people are aware of how their data is used much more and how advertisers use it and other companies that are trying to make a profit. Yeah. And I think so, much more awareness and now also people are feeling much more like no that's my, that's my data i want to choose what to do with it whereas previously people didn't really care yeah, exactly and i think just to just to finally say as a marketer the action you need to take to combat this is to start researching and googling um how to market without third-party cookies and things that you should be doing and that that neil patel article is definitely a good place to start get ahead of the curve and work it out now rather than panicking when it's not working anymore yes there's another one. The next sort of trend that really piqued my interest um, is is titled "Social Media Will Meet a New Social Standard." Mm. And um, what, like, when you dive into this trend a bit more, what it talks about is the fact that because of advances in technology, it's getting more difficult to see on social media what's real and what isn't real. Like when you think of like deep fakes, yeah. have you seen the Tom Cruise deep fake? Mm. Like there's a, there's a, a tool called, I think it's called Synthesia, where you can, you can basically generate AI generated videos where you give it a transcript and like a robot that looks like a human mm. communicates on. Like it's getting scary how difficult it is to, to kind of understand what's real and what isn't. And they're saying that the big trend is it's going to become um, even riskier for brands using the internet with, all this kind of advancing technology do you think um with that whole like these avatars that now look and sound like humans but they're not and stuff like that you know when um uh, big things changed in the social world and you suddenly you needed to actually say things were ads because it was like yes. the wild west <laughs> and someone could pay you to say 
oh my god, this cream just made me twenty years younger. Yeah, and now you, you actually have to, have to say, anyone. oh my god, this company's paid me to say this cream mm. makes me ten years younger. Mm. Um, I wonder if that will start happening with um, like these deep fakes and AI and different things. So, lawyer, you're going to have to oh, actually say like. Yeah, because mm. without a declaration of like this isn't a real person, if you think with technology, you mm. like Samsung could just go, I'm just going to create a hundred thousand social profiles with fake people yeah. saying loads of good stuff about Samsung. Yeah, but if if consumers can't tell what's an actual human opinion and what's just a, like a bot, basically. Well, I think this is going to kind of open up the floodgates to a new type of crime, which mm. is going to be like getting it making it look like celebs are endorsing your product when it's not actually them that kind of thing like yeah. there's got to be there's got to be laws around think that there's, there's like the scam facebook ads that martin lewis i don't know if you've seen this yes stuff. they yeah. use his face because he's like the trusted money saving yeah. expert and he's like buy bitcoin from trevor <laughs> and, and you'll win a million pounds and people are like oh i've just got a picture of martin lewis i better yeah. do that yeah. and there's been the whole court case oh i think or they've settled outside of court or something mm. but imagine like yeah there's just Rather than like a picture of him, which already manages to convince people that someone's yeah, put it's a him picture. actually looking like he's saying, "Buy Bitcoin from yeah. Trevor." I'm Martin Lewis. Buy Bitcoin from Trevor, <laughs> and then obviously really intelligent people be I like, "Oh my think, god, like, I should do that." I do think like, how stupid can people be to believe that? But, but yeah, if, you don't, if you don't know how the internet works, <laughs> well, yeah. I suppose you could still think anyone can put a buy bit Bitcoin from Trevor. Surely only Who's Martin Lewis can put a picture of Martin Lewis on the internet. <laughs> 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 it sounds stupid when you say it, but don't forget, like vulnerable people and older people. Martin Lewis told me to do it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it happens to people that, that can't. Yeah, and I guess it. I've just found this interesting because it talked a lot about deep fakes and and that kind of thing. But mm. the key takeaway for kind of marketers is to just keep an eye on how this develops and um, do whatever you can to ensure everything you own is secure. Like, especially when new new sort of social platforms come out and things, just make sure you're doing your research before just jumping on everything and signing up to everything and giving all your data away. Actually do a bit of research because, yeah, you could get fudged over, basically. Okay, don't want to be fudged over, do we? Yeah. Um, so that's a couple of trends. We, we now know that the, the cookie's getting dunked. <laughs> yeah. And we know, we know not to trust Martin Lewis or Tom Cruise. Yeah, or Trevor. Or Trevor. What's, <laughs> what's the next trend to discuss, Dan? So this is another one that piqued my interest. And um, I actually, you know, I said there was 34 of the world's leading experts. Mm. One of them was actually me. Was it? <laughs> was it actually? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of lost some credibility. Yeah, no, so <laughs> they did ask me to contribute towards it. Um, and my contribution came under this category that we're about to talk about. Okay. So this category or this, this social media trend or prediction, whatever is called multi-sensory social media will provide content for all. Um, and in a, in a nutshell under this section, they basically say that uh, there's no content format that's superior to anything else. Like podcasting is the new thing you should do. Video is the new thing or blogging is the new thing. Their research shows that it's important to have like a multi channel approach which makes mm. sense um i guess one not a criticism but one thing from this section which uh i wanted to hear from them and was actually some specific guidance on on what we should do rather than you should do everything and my comment sort of gave that answer i think right which was um about 
uh, and I've spoken about this before, and we've done a podcast on this before, the rise of short form vertical video mm-hmm. and how I, and I think we believe that that really is the way forward when it comes to creating content. Um, and I think if you're currently creating any type of video content, you really should have a vertical video first approach. And we did a whole podcast recently breaking down why that is. And we shared a lot of data in terms of We've been saying that for a long time, haven't we? So just to let you know, if this is one of the first times you listen to Business Anchors, you might have taken up that approach about a year ago or two yeah. years ago when we started talking about it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, keep on listening. I do um, I do think as well, like, the reason why I think this is so important is actually, like, one of Lloyd's boring things. Yeah. But it's the main thing for me is efficiency. <laughs> like, if you're making vertical video... If you're creating vertical video, you can currently get so much value from it because yeah. the platforms are pushing mm-hmm. uh, reach for, well, most yes. of them for vertical video. And so you're getting more for your mm-hmm. investment of creating that content. And it can be used on so many different platforms now. You've got YouTube Shorts, TikTok, Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels. like yeah. and, and LinkedIn, you can use vertical video to test different things. Yeah. It's You're getting so much for the resource you put in now if you make a 16 by 9 video like a traditional mm. landscape mm. video there aren't you know youtube fair enough but yeah. there aren't as many places no. to put that where you're going to get value from it now so i said this before but social media platforms leave clues and if all of the social media platform are really giving the same clue it's like the biggest sign ever that you should be creating a certain type of content and across the board wherever we distribute vertical video on the platforms that are built for vertical video YouTube Shorts, Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, it gets way more reach and engagement organically. Mm-hmm. And it's because those platforms want more people to use those areas of, of the platform. So they're they're providing you with more reach to encourage you to do it more. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even long ago that most people, businesses, agencies would be focusing on Instagram on grid posts yeah. on the Instagram grid. Yeah. That wasn't they even did. long ago that that was completely the normal thing. Mm. And now you get so much more value from focusing on Instagram reels. And we kind of haven't, no one's talked about this crazy changeover that's happened and it's just kind of yeah. happened, but it's, it's a crazily different platform than yeah. it was. And if you, if you stuck with the same mm. strategy, you'd be fudged. I, I mean, it sounds, it seems logical as well. But if you think, why do we have vertical video now? Why is it such a big thing? Mobile phones, because they're mm. vertical. <laughs> like it creates a more immersive experience if you're consuming something that's the size of the screen rather than like a tiny segment. So um, yeah, it's just logical. And as an action, so what should you be doing because of this advice? Marketers and bankers listening? You, oh, you're asking yourself, rhetorical question. A rhetorical question. Oh, okay. Go and cool. listen to episode 106 of Business Anchors titled, How and Why Every Marketer Should Implement a Vertical Video First Approach, backed by data. And we share lots of data as to why it's a good idea and practical steps you can take. What were you going to say before you realised that was rhetorical? I was just desperately going to try and think of an answer to your question because I didn't know it was coming, really. Oh, okay. So what should they do, Lloyd? They should go to episode 106, How and Why Every Marketer Should Implement a Vertical Video First Approach, open brackets, backed by data, close brackets. Good. Um, I guess have you, Lloyd? Obviously, I've done a lot of talking in this because I'm more clever than you. But have you got anything useful to add in this episode? Or no? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I well, I've got one thought. I just really, um, I suppose, coming from a paid social perspective, mm. um, Meta really needs to improve. 
I think mm. I was speaking to another business owner yesterday who, and both of our businesses were spending a lot through Meta for mm. our own businesses or our clients. Mm. So through Facebook ads and Instagram ads previously, and both of us were talking about how we're spending less and less and we're spending more with LinkedIn and mm. with TikTok and other platforms. And I guess Meta has been, obviously it wasn't Meta before, it's Facebook mm. and Facebook or Instagram, but they have been the king of paid social media mm. for forever really on social they they basically started it mm. and it's where everyone was spending their money it's like oh my god yeah facebook ads mm. work so well yeah and and it was just kind of like if you're talking about paid social it used to be yeah obviously yeah, facebook. facebook ads um now it's not and now as much <laughs> yeah all the conversations i'm having with business owners and stuff they're, they're sort of talking about the value they're getting you know depending on the business from mm. linkedin ads or from tiktok mm. ads or for from youtube ads as well mm. which i know they've been around for a long time but mm. more people are considering them so one thing is i think either meta's got to change drastically or it's going to continue a yeah a death of its revenue and the amount of yeah. people using it and businesses using it I think that kind of ties into my, one of the final things I was going to say, which is everyone makes all these predictions for the future. Really, what everyone's doing and what you can do if you want to really understand what's going to happen in the future, just look at what's happening now and it will be an enhanced version of that. Like, <laughs> like the most likely things to be happening. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so th that's one piece of advice. Final thing is definitely go and download this free report. It's like 93 pages. It's beautifully designed. You're going to say 93 pounds. You're going to be wise. No, 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 it's, it's 93 it's free. pounds. <laughs> it's free. It's 93 pages. And there's, I've read through the whole thing because I'm sad. And it's incredibly useful. If you work in social media and you want to keep up to speed what's going on in the future, download this social media trends report that Talkwalker have created. This Brilliant. is how you can get ahead of the game, ahead of the curve, and be one of the ones that gets the best results. Yeah. That's it, really. Have you got anything else to add for our anchors, Lloyd? No, I don't think so. Other than... See you in your ears, your ears next, next week. week. <laughs>